0: up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited-time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's
1: 800-405-2561. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live. Are you ready?
2: Are you ready? Let's get it on! Did you hear the anchor at the top of the hour? If you're old enough to remember the black-eyed peas, that hurt. So long ago, back when phones were only 3G. We're all getting older, I mean, you? I've been watching wrestling so long... That I have seen all 17 returns to television of Luke Harper. And if I don't start taking care of myself, I've probably only got six or seven more Luke Harper returns in my lifetime. It's Jim Valley. It's Wrestling Observer Live now on Saturdays. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. We're live seven days a week, Monday through Friday, 3 Eastern, noon Pacific. Sundays at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. And you're on Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. One of the most newsworthy weeks in WWE history. People in the company, I mean, can you imagine having to cope with such major issues as stereotypes, social justice economics, geopolitical realities, all in one week. Plus, they had to manage one of the worst business weeks in company history. The stock plummeted, declining network subscriptions, house shows. House shows, which used to be a staple of their business, losing money for the first time ever. Plus, everything surrounding Crown Jewel and, you know, of course, the talent being held over for for whatever reasons in saudi arabia but i mean just a an incredible week remarkable but i guess you know there was good news and i guess it's important to look at the the good side of everything there was also the wwe match that sends a clear message to the world the match that gave us all the hope and inspiration for the future daniel bryan and adam cole how about that smackdown wwe putting smiles on faces they proved it this week we'll talk about that and more coming up next jim valley wrestling observer live on the sports byline broadcasting
3: network and basketball seasons are in full swing. So get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on wild proposition bets like... Who will be the first head coach to get fired? Or who will win the NBA MVP? Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, BetOnline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code COACH55. That's COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Touchdown! BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts.
0: That's 800-223-0992. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV ears. That's 800-984-4207.
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Jim Valley, Wrestling Observer Live on Saturdays. We're gonna talk about SmackDown and anything you want to talk about if you dial up right now. You can also tweet me at Jim Valley. But I wanna thank you for your response last week to the Cody road Show. Couldn't believe it. I mean I literally expected no one to agree with me. The only thing I was surprised about was I could really tell who listened to the show and who just kind of dismissed things out of hand because of you know Wrestling Observer, oh they're AEW apologists and stuff like that and Even if you didn't agree with me, we're still cool. I mean, I could tell people, some people agreed with me, other people offered up differing opinions to just, you know, flat out saying I'm wrong. And that's, that's awesome. I thought the discussion was super great. Uh, The other thing, though, probably the most common response, who is Jim Valley? It's good to keep me humble. You know, the other surprise, which was just kind of a throwaway line, was uh, talking about Kagetsu, the women's champion in stardom. And. I don't want to talk about her today, but maybe when the time is right. Uh, This week I did a Joshi podcast called The Joshi Podcast. You can find the link on my Twitter. So if you like Kagetsu, we talk about her. But I also did a show called The People's L-Pod. And during the conversation, uh, one of the hosts said, Kayfabe is dead, a phrase we hear a million times. And I kind of let it go. And then for some reason it stuck with me. And you know what? Kayfabe is not dead. It's just changed with the times. WWE hasn't pretended about the matches or the wrestlers being real in decades, but it's still protecting the business and its money in different ways. I mean, and after everything that has happened this past week, I'm not sure that that's a bad thing. You know, make, make no mistake. WWE, as much as you love it, it's not a cause. It's a business. You know, its goal is to make money, and that's, you know, that's not bad. There are people with average lifestyles and average incomes that, you know, rely on WWE. And don't lose sight of that. It's it's made up of people, real people. And they have lives outside of the mythical WWE universe. Just like you are not your job, neither are they. And regardless of whether you believe that WWE talent was held over in Saudi Arabia by mechanical issues or they were some kind of pawn in a game between WWE and the ruling class of Saudi Arabia, I think we should all agree that the talent for a time was in some degree of danger, whether it was caused by rickety airplanes or something completely different. We're just not sure how much danger. And if you haven't noticed already, I mean, that storyline on Smackdown and the official word now in communications to all of the networks, you're going to see probably more kayfabe than you've ever realized in your lifetime. And Go back and listen to the earnings call. Dave and I talked about it. It's in the Observer. When Saudi Arabia is discussed, it's clear that there is some disagreement over money and WWE you know they have to kayfabe the talent being held over because well, it wants what it's owed there's a lot of money at stake here and you know people rely on WWE to to feed their families it's not just about greed and you know as a company WWE as huge as it is it does have limited resources you know it doesn't need to spend the time energy and money dealing with all of these complicated issues in public and Even though kayfabe is as old as wrestling itself, in this case, I think it's the right communications strategy. It's the best course of action. Not just for WWE, but even for us. You know, when something happens at your job, depending on where you are on the ladder, you may not know about it. You're on a need-to-know basis. Just like WWE talent. I'm sure some people were there, and they're fine. But looking at the tweets, you can definitely tell some are not. And look, we as the public we shouldn't lose sight of that you know they have families friends who you know worry about them probably every day just by virtue of the travel schedule and you know what these past few days hours will only compound those fears going forward you know they miss holidays and all sorts of benchmarks in their life truth is important but i don't know that that's that's the most important thing here you know if we as fans claim to really care about these WWE superstars, we should also think about them as people. And in this case, let's not pick at what could be a real life emotional scab. I'm sure some of these people probably have to deal with some PTSD from this, no matter if it was mechanical or it was something else. You know, one of the biggest complaints of wrestlers is that we, fa- we as fans, Often act like we are in the business. And we aren't. But in this case, I think to help the real people affected by probably some of the scariest hours of their lives, let's all be carnies. Let's kayfabe everything and just accept the mechanical story. Let's uh let's put on our Becky Lynch t-shirts. Take out your replica belt, hold it over your shoulder, and soft shakes for everybody. Let's not sizzle Saudi Arabia like WWE. Let's try to put some smiles on faces. All right, let's go to the uh, phones real quick. I got uh, Tat. Tat, are uh, you there? What's going on? Hello, Jim. Uh, Greetings from South Carolina, my friend. Oh, Pat, how are you? It's Pat McNeil, everybody.
4: Yes, it is. Um, I hope it's okay if I ask a lighter, slightly lighter subject. Uh, so last night we saw SmackDown, and that was that was a fun show. You know, they were obviously they were obviously dealing with the fact that they didn't have most of their wrestlers. But they they put together something which built towards Survivor Series. So my question is, what happens? You know, when, when the Fox people say, "Wow, that was great! Look at all the new stars you brought in." Uh, when do all these guys debut on SmackDown? This Adam Cole, this Tomasa Champa. And it's Rhea Ripley and Shayna Baszler. And they they find out, no, no, those those people are staying on USA Network.
2: You know, that's the thing is last night was an awesome show. But we've Mm -hmm. seen things like this before. And, yeah, you know, I hadn't even thought about the Fox ramifications. If Fox is now going to look at all of these new superstars as strictly Fox and SmackDown assets. That's a great question. It's. I guess it, it's, it'd be hard to say without knowing how involved and invested right now Fox is with the product and also how much trust they have with WWE. One would think that with the situation with ratings, that they would be paying close attention right now, but that's a really valid point, Pat.
4: Now, I, I know, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, that, uh, you know, the next few weeks we're going to have SmackDown invading Raw and Raw invading SmackDown and, uh, and and NXT getting invaded by everybody and NXT invading you know SmackDown and Raw uh, because they do this every year now, especially when they're doing a Survivor Series where there's really not a lot of anything at stake. But uh, yeah, I mean that was yeah, I, I was impressed. You're watching Adam Cole and Tomasa Champa who are the uh, top guys on NXT. Adam Cole beat a guy who headlined WrestleMania, and Tommaso Ciampa beat a guy who headlined WrestleMania, and uh, you know, I mean, uh, Shayna Baszler, you know, got cheered, which is another interesting thing. But uh, yeah, I mean, they're they're making they went out of their way to make uh, Cole and uh, Ciampa and, and Shayna Baszler look like people who can compete right away on the main roster.
2: Pat McNeil and I do a podcast called The Wayback Playback. You can uh, follow Pat at real Pat McNeil. All the links and stuff are there. Pat also has done some economic analysis in the past of WWE and how much people are getting, how much talent is getting from the WWE pie compared to other sports and similar venues and platforms. So one of these days real soon, we're going to get Pat on the show for the whole thing, and we're going to talk about that as well. But Pat... You're uh, one of my good friends in wrestling, and I really appreciate the call, man.
4: Well, it's a good talking to you, Jim. Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying the show, and uh, uh, I'm glad that everybody is back from Saudi Arabia. Okay,
2: that's really the thing to focus on right now. Yeah, <clears throat> Pat McNeil. Follow him at Real Pat McNeil. We'll do more with him in the future, but he brings up some great points. We have seen invasion angles before, going way, way back. And I don't know if they've done a good job with any of them. What gives you faith about this one? Your thoughts? 1-800-878-PLAY. Jim Valley Wrestling Observer Live, talking SmackDown on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
1: you are listening to wrestling observer live on the sports byline broadcasting network
2: jim valley on saturday sports byline broadcasting network it's wrestling observer live brian alvarez just tweeted out that uh, the early number for smackdown was 2.543 million people so way up from fs1 last week and even up a little bit from the week before when they were just back on fox so so about two and a half little over two and a half million people watched last night's nxt invasion and by the way you know brian is so plugged in be sure to check him out tomorrow uh wrestling observer live sunday 6 p.m eastern 3 pacific with mike semper there's a lot of things still happening hopefully everyone is home safe from saudi arabia but you know, Brian will have information that I simply don't have, so be sure to check him out tomorrow. Wrestling Observer Live, and be sure to check out the Observer. If you're not a subscriber, you really should be. SmackDown last night blew people away. My Twitter feed just filled with people about SmackDown. And real quick, it's great to be happy about that. Don't make references to having more travel issues to have a better show. That's 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 kind of bad. I'm not. I don't want to cancel you, but. Yeah, let's not do that. That's that's not a good thing. One eight hundred eight seven eight play one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. Let's go to Jaime in L.A. What's going on, Jaime?
7: Hey, what's up, Jim? Um, yeah, something I want to say. It really was one of the best smackdowns in in a really long time. But it still had some things like like the best writing is uh, staying true to the character and kind of had a little problem with Matt Riddle chasing Sami Zayn because it, it just. It's not something Matt Riddle would do because he's so nonchalant. Why would he care about something dumb like that, about him not having the NXT shirt? That was just dumb. And I also thought the Tommaso Ciampa promo was just horrible. It, it was clearly a scripted main roster promo.
2: The only thing that bothered me about Tommaso Ciampa was he was kind of looking down a lot. But, I mean, they are under a lot of pressure. I think yeah. we've got to cut them a little slack as far as Some of the critiques, because they literally, the NXT guys, uh, men and women, got to the building like five minutes before they had to be ready to go. It was down to the wire. And the fact that they were able to produce what they produced is a testament to the professionalism of WWE. And as much as people want to make fun of it, they put smiles on people's faces. I used to roll my eyes. Every time they said that, but the fact that they were able to do it after the week that they have had, you've got to give them credit for that.
7: Yeah, no doubt. But I still feel like you got to be like somewhat objective at some things. Like, like I'm a really big fan of Adam Cole and all how great of a wrestler he is, but he looked really green on that match. Like he was missing a lot of the hard can. And like when Brian Needham him in the face, Brian was selling more than he, than he was, and he he was on the receiving end of it. He's like he was already getting up. He's like, oh, Brian is still down, so I got to go back down. You got me.
2: Yeah, I hear you on that. The only thing I would say, and and I want to make this clear that when I talk about some things, I'm talking about it from show business. You know, mm-hmm. I want Adam Cole as a person to succeed and live a healthy and happy life. But when you're on TV, no matter how much we talk about being woke we're still terrible people, and we still judge. And I'm just wondering right. if people will go, he's kind of small, and he could get over no. that, and I hope people don't, mm-hmm. but I wonder if that's something that's going to be an issue. I hope it is not.
7: Well, the thing is, like, I, I understand he must have been, like, really nervous. I was, like, probably his biggest um, singles match with, like, the most audience. Uh, but, like, the thing is, the thing I wish they did more with him, like, he had, like, such a great, charismatic personality when he was in like in pwg or being the elite he was like this um like this cocky goof who wasn't so goofy he couldn't be in the main event like i wish they did more of that with him i think they would get higher ratings on nxt if they did that
2: this is only the first night and i would say we've seen a lot of characters change and evolve over time and we don't know where adam cole is going to end up so we'll see what what happens the story isn't written on any of these people I really appreciate the call. Thank you so much, Hi, me at uh, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Let's go to Ryan. Ryan, what are your thoughts today?
7: Uh, my question is about the NXT invasion. You, is there any, like, fear from Dave and Brian that this be become about it? the authority figures, say, like Vince McMahon, like, running the charge for WWE and being, like, long premise with Vince in Triple H?
2: You know, Ryan, other than everything wwe has done on tv and everything they've said for the last 25 years i don't really see your point yeah i think that's a big concern well you know we'll just have to wait and see that's the thing is we've seen a lot of these resets and we've seen a lot of shows like these and we all get so excited and it can be really awesome and last night they did a tremendous job but just remember, they've, they've let us down before, and the key is going to be in the follow-up, and the key really is going to be in the go-home show to Survivor Series. If they can keep twists and turns, maintain the momentum, and still keep our interest and have it peak at Survivor Series, that's going to be the testament to how successful this is.
7: And do you see uh, Brock Lesnar maybe appearing on NXT on Wednesday?
2: I would be surprised. And Brock is so expensive You've really got to measure him out as far as is there going to be a cost or a benefit. If they feel like now is a good time to put him on and maybe it'll draw eyes to NXT and have some effect on AEW, perhaps, then yeah. We'll see. I mean, you know, that's what you have to keep in mind is it's not necessarily always about storylines. It's also about economics. Well,
7: Thanks for taking my call, Jim.
2: 1 800 878 play, 1 800 878 7529. I have watched wrestling a long time. While other people were raising families or helping with charity or doing great work, I watched wrestling. And they have done these invasion type storylines before. I mean, 1991, Ric Flair, the real world heavyweight champion. There was so much excitement. It spiked house shows at a time when business was really down. Uh, the WCW-ECW invasion at Survivor Series a few years ago. The NWO, uh, the original NXT, the Nexus. You know, WWE, I don't know that they've had a satisfying storyline as far as outsiders taking over the WWE is concerned. I mean, they are very territorial, and maybe they should be. You know, they are wrestling wrestling. And they see it as when they put you on t v they are doing you a favor by and large. Maybe there's a few people they think they benefit from, but not many. So you know, I understand some of the issues with, say, the invasion angle and why it worked out the way it did the n w o perhaps there were other issues, personal issues that stopped things from playing out fully. the nexus, no idea. Ric Flair, I guess you can kind of evaluate and talk about that. But I think the key to this NXT storyline is that NXT is a WWE product. And you could say WCW, they bought it. That was a WWE product for a time. But this is a pure WWE product. And you could tell that even though some of these talent had not been exposed at this level, and this was a big deal, they were still pretty ready for prime time. And they did a lot of the things that experienced WWE talent has done and the things that they want you to do that are important to Vince and Triple H and Kevin Dunn. They are WWE through and through. And maybe just maybe that'll be the difference between a really satisfying storyline And this just getting dropped after Survivor Series and everything going back. I still think it probably will go back to something just because of AEW and the fact that um, NXT is, you know, it's part of their strategy. In radio, it would be called a flanker. You know, you have your main radio station that you want to protect. And then you have a station you're going to spend less money on. But you strategically program it so that it affects and takes at least part of the listenership, your audience, away from your main competitor. And that's part of the game here as well. And that's why I have hope that because NXT is fulfilling a major role, not just a proving ground and developmental in WWE, that we will see some cool things come out with Rhea Ripley or Keith Lee. Matt Riddle, Adam Cole, uh, Bianca Belair. Oh, she was, I love Bianca Belair. And I hope the fact that she was pressing everyone, you know, she's going to be like a, a small person in stature, but really strong. I think that would be really cool. I I'm a big fan. I think that she could, she could really be, be somebody and well, but it's all up to Vincent Triple H, how they see this project and how they see these people. And sometimes as fans, we see things differently than they do. And oftentimes you go, why did they do that? And then perhaps the talent leaves WWE and you see them differently, maybe in their personal life or their performance, and you go, Oh, I didn't see that at WWE. Now I completely understand. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Jim Valley, Wrestling Observer Live, Sports Byline, Broadcasting Network.
6: why crime rates spike on halloween Yup, thieves and burglars know you're out and your home is vulnerable this halloween trick or treat with peace of mind knowing that you can watch your home with blink home security cameras blink cameras are wire free and set up faster than you can rip off your kids candy and they run on two lithium batteries for up to two years when your camera detects motion like someone snooping around your home you get an alert on your blink smartphone app you see what your Blink cameras see, and your Blink XT2 two-way talk feature lets you talk to whoever's there. So, no matter where you are, it's like your home. And now, through November third, I got you up to twenty percent off Blink indoor and outdoor cameras and systems. Yeah, twenty percent off. Just visit BlinkProtect.com/sale. That's BlinkProtect.com/sale. Thanks to Blink, home security and Halloween. Just got easier. Also available on Amazon and other fine retailers. Blink is an Amazon company and works with Alexa.
3: Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. So get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on wild proposition bets, like who will be the first head coach to get fired or who will win the NBA MVP. Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code COACH55. That's COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts haul packages for a living a gas-powered mercedes-benz sprinter delivers transport people a sprinter van with zero percent financing is a five-star idea if food delivery is your thing then a gas sprinter caters to you and if you're a general contractor the sprinter with zero percent financing nails it with innovation safety and technology sprinter is built for you and it's built for your bottom line with zero percent financing The Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, starting at just $33,790 and for a limited time with IRS Section 179, you could be eligible for up to a $25,000 tax deduction. Gas engine, 0% financing, and a possible tax deduction? Now that's a Sprinter that delivers. Mercedes-Benz. Vans.
1: Born to run. MSRP excludes all options. Taxes, title, registration, transportation, charge, and dealer prep fee. Options, model availability, National dealer price may vary. See dealer for details about costs and turns. Only valid on 2018 or 2019. Mercedes-Benz, Sprinter vans, excluding cab chassis. Qualified commercial customers only. Financing offer valid through January 2nd, 2020. Consult your tax advisor. For more information, limits may apply. Visit mbvans.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: Jim Valley on Saturday's Wrestling Observer Live. 1-800-878-PLAY. one 878 Don't forget tomorrow, Brian Alvarez, who's completely plugged in with everything going on. He could have more news, you never know, so be sure to check it out tomorrow. Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Brian and Mike Sempervivi here, Wrestling Observer Live, seven days a week. And coming up next, Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I've kind of got to know Pedro over the past couple of weeks. What a cool guy. He's a wrestling fan. He talks boxing. He talks MMA. He's so much of a wrestling fan. He loves MLW. I've been on the show, on his show a couple of times now, and all he wants to do is talk MLW. So he's a wrestling fan. So check him out. He's Super cool. He's got a lot of energy. I just, I really like him a lot. What a cool guy. One of the best things about me doing this show is that I've kind of made a new friend. He's a cool guy. Smackdown last night. My timeline on Twitter blew up. And by the way, you can tweet me or follow me at Jim Valley on Twitter. What an amazing show. I mean, Probably the best SmackDown they've had since they went to Fox. Someone said maybe the best SmackDown since 2019. Or maybe it was 09. Who knows? But it was good. And I just hope there's follow-up. I don't want to come back here next week and go, oh, it's too bad. I don't think that is going to happen. And here's why. Triple H. Triple H didn't hang his hat and wasn't all over the show and didn't cut promos in the middle and end of the show to end up a loser. If you watched wrestling for 15 seconds, you know that Triple H is a winner. And the fact that he's backing his product should give you hope that this is going to go somewhere and there's a point for the future. A lot of questions when The Fiend won the title, the Universal title at uh, Crown Jewel, two titles on SmackDown. A lot of people thought Brock was so important that he wouldn't leave Fox he left Fox for how long? Who knows, but very compelling, and it opens up the fiend to be the universal champion now on SmackDown, and we'll see where that all goes. Does Seth Rollins come over too? Does does he have another challenger? Is it Roman Reigns? Well, there's there's still a lot there, and it may just be on the back burner as we head towards Survivor Series. You know what I loved last night? Bailey. I know, I know, I like Bailey because I know WWE has got an issue with young fans. It doesn't have to appeal to me for me to like it or think it's important. I just know that for wrestling to continue, it's got to convert new fans. And I think young faces and young characters are a way to do that. And I thought Bailey was a great symbol of that. And now that symbol is gone but finally last night bailey was doing everything i was talking about and it was it's complete coincidence i'm not taking credit by any means but she came out she looked despondent exhausted and disgusted the makeup fell into place perfectly with her facial expressions. I like the kind of sloppy Bailey logo that's on her chest, kind of communicates where she is right now in life. And the way she held up the title, like, you guys broke my heart, but I'm still champion. And I just thought, nailed it. And I hope that continues. The best. So happy. I also love Sasha Banks, The fact that she's not being focused on right now, it's one thing. If you dressed up as Sasha Banks for Halloween and you could do the Sasha Banks move and you could walk like her and express things like she does when she's the focus. But she's so in the character that she's able to convey all those things without being the focus and without having to be over the top and do the Sasha Banks things. She's still Sasha Banks. I love that. I don't know where they're going, but at some point, you know, Sasha, maybe she's just not the focus right now, but she's still valuable, and there are great things to come with Sasha Banks, I can only hope. Nikki Cross didn't expect her to win. I do like that that they uh, put her in a new outfit. It, it was too green. Um, I like that now it says that she's, uh, uh, you know, it, it communicates more about who she is and not just one one color but i want to jump ahead to something last week i talked about bailey and how she buried nikki cross on commentary and i said that's a mistake in wrestling because she beat nikki cross and obviously she wanted to be nobody because that way you could move on to the nxt attack and Shayna baszler but in wrestling you have to find a way to build up your opponent even if you're a heel You know, Bobby Heenan would go, this crowd is going crazy for Hulk Hogan, and I can't believe it, or he did it again somehow. He would still put over Hulk Hogan, but in a heel way. That's what The Miz did last night with Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa came out, and we are also kind of in a wrestling bubble as fans of The Observer, other sites. We think that everybody watches it in the same way that we do, and they don't. You know, my wife watches other reality shows. There are whole other worlds where they talk about all of the reality shows and they expose the real life behind the reality shows. I just watch it. And some people just watch wrestling. So some of the audience didn't know who Tommaso Ciampa was. Ciampa, sorry, I always do that. But also, for the people who do know him, it also said, this is how we see him. He's a big deal here. We know you've seen people rise up and they go nowhere. But Tomaso Ciampa is a big deal. And The Miz was like, I know who you are. You did this. You did that. He put him over. Wrestling is the only business in the world where insulting someone is a compliment. Sometimes I, just from exposure, I'll do that in my real life, and I make people mad. It's like, oh, whoops, they don't watch wrestling. I need to be more forward and directed. Anyway, he put over Tommaso Ciampa, even as his opponent. And I saw some people on Twitter going, you know, Ciampa and Miz is not a dream match, but that's just wrestling speak. To go, okay, either Ciampa is important or... To fans who don't know him, he's a big deal. Miz may not get enough credit. Sure, Brian is right when he talks about Miz's punches and other things, but for WWE style, you know, he works safe. I'm sure that's what they talk about. He has been around a long time. He main-evented WrestleMania for some reason. He was WWE champion when he shouldn't have been. And after he was, he reached the highest of heights. He had some lows and he still gutted it out. And he, I, I think they like him. I think he's part of the family. And say what you want about his style or anything else. In some regards, I think he's, he's a little underrated. The show was incredible. I mean, how exciting. How exciting to see Shayna Baszler and Rhea Ripley when I've watched her for a little while, and sometimes I'm like, is she just just conveying big, strong woman? And she has added so much. I, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I know I shouldn't be. But even if Survivor Series goes nowhere, WWE has got so much talent. And there's a lot of talk about AEW, and AEW has got, Some tremendous talent with a lot of potential. Sammy Guevara, private party. But clearly, because it's new, they don't have the biggest roster in the world. WWE has got such a deep roster. And even if they're not using everybody right now, at the right time, they have got a lot of wrestlers in their deck that they can pull out and use in whatever is going on between AEW and WWE and the Wednesday night wars. And it is remarkable. This has got, I don't know if this is the best time in the world to be a wrestler or the worst time of the world to be a wrestler. You have so many opportunities and you can make money, which is awesome. But at the same time, there's so much competition and it's so hard to break through. Even Matt Riddle, he looked really at home in WWE, but my eyes kind of went to Keith Lee, and I don't know why. Keith Lee, I'm still kind of processing Keith Lee. I just think he's awesome. And there's some, I don't know. I'm Like I said, I'm still kind of processing. If you have thoughts on Keith Lee, uh, tweet me at Jim Valley on Twitter. Uh, maybe we can talk about it some other time but I was just like like when he did that moonsault and he kind of botched it a little bit at the end he rolled right through and made it look like he was supposed to do it a tiny tiny thing I mean if any of those talent at any moment of any time on Friday Night Smackdown would have come across as nervous or unsure would have blown everything That's a lot of pressure for these guys, especially at the last minute to come in and do this. Kudos to everyone. Sure, you can go this, maybe, that, maybe, but considering the circumstances, considering it was last minute, considering its pressure, considering that it's important to your bosses, and honestly, considering what is going on with your colleagues and your friends in Saudi Arabia and what went on, That was a lot of poise. They would have been nervous anyway. But when you factor in everything that happened, it's nothing short of remarkable. What WWE pulled off and what every individual talent pulled off. Some of these people you may never see again or won't see them for for a long, long time. But it's going to be just, just amazing. And how about Renee Young? I'm in awe of her as a broadcaster. And I was so happy last night that she was able to get some time. The thing with Renee Young, it may just be something as simple as you're just fighting for airtime and no one means anything by it. But Corey Graves is out there fighting for his airtime and trying to get over Michael Cole has got to get over what he gets over. And maybe Renee Young isn't the most forceful person in the world, or she doesn't see a moment, or maybe she's told, you know, this is your role, do it this way. But, so happy for her she's so talented and i don't know that she's deserved or earned some of the criticism that she's had she is a world-class talent as far as a broadcaster as far as a host and i i'm sure everything with her husband and everything has got to be difficult at times but she's so good we don't deserve renee young we don't deserve renee young but so many stars last night you know adam cole and daniel bryan Daniel Bryan. Think about Daniel Bryan and how unselfish he is. This year, you know, he wasn't supposed to wrestle Kofi Kingston at WrestleMania and drop the title. He was probably going to have a longer title reign. And Daniel Bryan was able to pivot and talk about how Kofi wasn't worthy, he wasn't good enough, and made that victory all the more satisfying. And he did the same thing with Adam Cole. He's not in my league. We probably don't deserve Daniel Bryan either. This could all be forgotten by next Friday. But I'm engaged and excited to see where it's going to go. Wrestling Observer Live, Jim Valley, Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
0: Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline Travel Hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere.
1: You're listening to Wrestling Observer Live on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: Coming up, Bring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Stick around for that. He talks even pro wrestling sometime. Boxing. Maybe even we'll bring up Tyson Fury and what happened at Crown Jewel. So, Pedro's a real cool guy. If you get a chance, check it out. So many things to talk about this week. I need to mention MLW, the Super Fight pay-per-view on Uh, Fight TV streaming in many places. Uh, 1995, I believe, Court Bauer and his crew at MLW are really killing it in a very crowded marketplace, really trying to differentiate the MLW product from everything else. I just wish there was more time. Also, congratulations to Lance Storm. Just out on Twitter today, he announced that once he wraps up his training school this last session, he's joining WWE to become a producer is there Lance storm? I have so much respect for him. He's got so much character and so much honesty and he's so talented, you know, that's just going to benefit talent and it's going to benefit WWE. And that's, that's amazing. I, you know, Lance storm, if you got to see him, if not go back and watch so much cool stuff. And sometimes, you know, he's a guy who I always felt as a fan that the, the, can I be serious for a moment? In WCW was perfect, and the smiling dancing guy in WWE was wasn't a good fit. I felt I don't that felt like they were trying to fit the Lance Storm personality peg into a hole that just did not fit. But that's for him to say, not me. Jim Valley, follow me at Twitter at Jim Valley. We will talk to you next Saturday. Don't forget, Brian and Mike are here tomorrow, six p.m. Eastern. 3 p.m. Pacific, Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, Wrestling Observer Live.